Lord, in your great love, answer me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees. He said to the host who invited him, When you hold a lunch or a dinner, Do not invite your friends or your brothers and sisters or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, uh, sometimes it's important to think about the big picture, how everything fits together and to gain and to grow in the idea of understanding. And sometimes it's good to come down to the little picture and to focus in on the smaller picture. And the season of Advent and Lent are the same. They try to help us begin to focus down, to let go of some of the bigger picture and to focus in on the smaller uh, picture. And so I think for a while I'm going to be preaching on these gospel antiphons because they are very short and they help us focus on the not the big picture but the smaller picture of how do I, how am I doing on my journey to God, on my way to Christ? And it's also a good spiritual practice, uh, perhaps during Advent, to take these gospel antiphons every day and to spend time in meditation and prayer with them. And the one today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 31 through 32. And this is Jesus speaking to us now. This is, these are, this is from the mouth of our Lord and Savior, our beloved Savior, Jesus Christ. If you remain in my word, you will truly be my disciples, and you will know the truth. If you remain in my word, you will truly be my disciples, and you will know the truth. So notice right, right off the bat, it's a conditional, if you do it. If you do it, if you love God enough, if you want to trust him, if you want to know the truth, then you will remain in his word. 
And his word, of course, is the Holy Bible, the word of God, God's great love letter that he's left us over the centuries, uh, God's great knowledge, the knowledge of truth that is in the Bible. So God has given us the Holy Bible in order that we may come to know him and know the truth. And it's true, we hear it at Mass, uh, every time we come to Mass, and that's good. But let's not forget our, our prayer life, our spiritual life is not solely dependent on the Mass. That we also have to have a private prayer life, a personal prayer life as well. So we need time publicly in God's Word, but also we need time in our personal prayer life with God's Holy Word. And, you know, actually, it's so beautiful because God really has a word for us every day of our life. If we look into the Bible, if we begin to spend time in it, remain in God's word, you're going to find that God has a word for you every day of your life. And then he says, if you do this, then, you know, you will come to know the truth. And, of course, that's God. God is truth. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. See, the problem is we have human thinking, and our thinking is not like God's thinking. We have to learn to think like God thinks, and this is why he gave us his word. So our human thinking, our human mind, our, our human heart could be transformed by the power in the word of God. There's power in the word of God, the power to change your life. It's a true power. It's a real true power. So what are the four things that we do with the Bible? Now, there's four different things that we do with the Bible. One is read it, just to get to know the story. You know, we know Harry Potter. We know Lord of the Rings. We know our favorite TV show. We don't know our own story. So pick a book from the Bible and read it and reread it and read it again during the season of the church year. Get to know what's in that book, like what's in Philippians, what's in Ephesians, what's in Colossians, and to be able to know that just because you've spent time remaining in his word. And then the second thing we do with the Bible is to study it. Sometimes we need to get a commentary and do the hard work of studying the Bible, studying what's in there, studying why it's in there. And the third thing we do is pray with the Bible. The, our Benedictine brothers left us Lexio Divina and other ways of meditating with God's word. And the last thing, number four, is you should be memorizing some verses. You want to get them in your spiritual toolbox. You want to have some verses from God's holy word memorized so you can use them when you need them. They're there. You have them inside of you so you can use them and that, of course, that word of God remaining in you, as Jesus is saying, will affect you and change your life.